Well, hello and welcome back to the Unboxable Unstoppable podcast with me, Elena Turley. I am the founder of the Soul Mama Academy, a membership for mothers who feel overextended to rediscover themselves and re-energize with holistic health and connection. We run monthly workshops from globally respected practitioners. We have a handy app and a values-driven community, which allows us to co-create deep change. Why is this important? Well, have a listen to this episode where I talk about a dear friend of mine and his movement, Regenerating Australia. It's a very exciting thing. And I'm going to tell you why I think it is a massive solution and how the work that we are doing crosses over and how really at the heart of it, so many of us really, we just want connection and community, especially following the last couple of years. So stay tuned for episode 40 of the Unboxable Podcast. Hello again. So welcome to episode 40, Regeneration and why it's the answer to everything. Now, I know that sounds a little bit ridiculous, but let me explain. Uh, my friend Damon Gamo, he is, Damon is a really interesting guy. We've known each other a really long time. We first crossed paths in the film industry and just generally at parties around where we lived and we had common friends who went to NIDA. He has an acting background. And he then went on to do incredible things. He won Tropfest and some funding to develop his filmmaking. He also, we crossed paths again and did some personal development work. And it's really fascinating to watch the way that he has evolved his message over the years from being an actor um, always a, con a conscientious one, always one with a consciousness beyond the average person, I would say. But it's been fascinating to watch him go from that sugar film, which is an amazing film about sugar addiction, to 2040, The Regeneration, which is about how we could adopt technologies that we already have and practices that we already have. And if we do more of them, it will change the way that 2040 is for us on the planet. And that was a really great film. And now he has come out with Regenerators and The Regeneration, which is actually, um, you can find out more on regeneratingaustralia.com. And I would highly suggest you have a look at that. Now, I'm probably going to get Damon on this podcast. But what I wanted to do in the meantime was I wanted to explore a little bit about the way that our work crosses over. Here's how. Damon's preparation for the creation of his film, 2030, is actually a really interesting story. He did a listening tour of people in all different walks of life, in all different places around Australia. And he said that one of the most common things that people yearn for following pandemic, following the last couple of years, is connection and community, particularly community. So I myself am a community builder, as you would know if you've been listening for a little while. I've built communities overseas and here, mostly of mothers and families, and I'm now building a community as my business, as a membership. The main reason that I work that way is that I really deeply believe that a lot of our problems can be solved when we come together, especially as women and mothers. 
And it's something we've kind of lost the art of a little bit. As time has gone on, as Western culture has evolved, we have managed to become a little bit generic in our culture. I mean, if you have a culture that keeps you grounded and keeps you connected, then that is a little bit different. There are plenty of people who actually are able to participate in their cultures in the 20th century and 21st century and they do it successfully. And I applaud that. I think that's amazing. But there's also a lot of people who don't, who don't have that culture and who find themselves bringing up children in a bit of a void. We've lost our rites of passage around birth. We've lost a lot of the things that used to support us as women to grow into mothers and to grow into the bearers and the rearers of the next generation. Now, why is that a problem? Because then we find ourselves with through-the-roof statistics around postnatal depression and mental health, around trauma, around birth. The, the statistics are awful. I'm, I'm not very good at spouting statistics, but I tell you what, there's a number of organisations working in that area. Some that come to mind are SANE and Panda in Australia, and I know there's many more all around the world and Beyond Blue. And if you have a look just at their websites, right on the face of it, you'll see there's a lot of statistics around particularly postnatal depression for mothers and fathers, must I say. And it's a really awful thing to think that there are so many people all around the world who are yearning for connection and community and finding themselves alone. So part of what I do and what I have chosen as my, or maybe it's chosen me, my life's work really, is to bring people together and to bring them together in a way that is conscious and deliberate and intentional and particularly around raising children in a way that they feel safe, seen and heard but also bringing in new practices around the way we care for the earth and we cannot care for the earth if we cannot care for ourselves. I say quite often and this is a phrase that I haven't heard anybody else to say is that kindness for the planet starts with kindness for ourselves and I believe that very deeply and I know if you're listening to this you probably believe it too and one of the things I went to see Damon and his film last night at a local club and it was so heartening to hear him speak and one of the things that really jumped out at me about the film that he's made it is a very positive narrative which is so important for us to understand that we really can only come from a place of action and positivity and hope. Yes, we might feel sad. Yes, we might feel overwhelmed. But nothing changes till we change. And that's really the intersection of our work is that he works in a space of bringing information and new narratives to people about what we can do around climate change, around soil regeneration, around cultural regeneration. And a lot of this starts with really starting to listen and value and give sovereignty to our First Nations cultures all around the world. In Australia, it's Aboriginal cultures. And I think that's a huge key because there's so much knowledge there on how to take care of the planet in a regenerative way. Now, when we say regenerative, what we're saying is that for almost every single metric that there is, we have gone past the limits, the tolerable limits that we can sustainably live on Earth with. The only one we've managed to rein back in is the ozone because we got together, we made changes globally and we've now brought the ozone back to a sustainable level of existence. So we can live with the level of ozone that we have now. The ozone layer is now at a sustainable level. But every other metric that there is, whether it's soil, 
climate change, even cultural, but we're not going to go into that. But Damon did a fantastic talk showing us the way that there are many issues in the way that we make our food, in the levels of chemicals in our soils, in the pollution and waste levels, in the microbial, in our carbon capturing vegetation like kelp, seaweed, mangroves. These are all amazing carbon captures, also soil, that if we don't look after them, we run the risk of not only increasing issues with climate change and weather because moist air holds more water, but also they all have a flow-on effect. It's a domino effect. So once we start to change one, for example, we create more mangroves, let's say mangrove habitats, we also then reduce extinction of the animals and creatures that live in mangroves and biodiversity. So there's a flow-on effect and they all talk to each other. And I feel like it is very similar in the work that I do in a different way. So I'm very much focused on the culture of childcare and childrearing and women's culture and motherhood. Now one of the things that I've noticed is that when we start to look at our lives in a different way and we start to understand that looking after ourselves is necessary, is vital for our children to feel safe, seen and heard, for our children to grow up with the values that we need them to understand to run a world that requires regeneration. So what I've noticed is that when we value ourselves in our own self-care, and I do say self-care hesitantly, the word has been overused and unfortunately it has become almost another pressure, another thing on the to-do list, which I don't believe that's where it belongs. I believe that true self-care is actually reducing the list, less responsibility, less things to do and more slowing down. And when we slow things down and we reduce our load, and there's a lot of ways we do that, and I do teach this in my academy. But when we do slow down, we give ourselves the chance to notice things differently. And we also give our children the chance to notice things differently. This is a powerful and transformative act. It's a radical act in the modern world to slow down, to have less and do less and be more. It is a very different approach to living that prioritises mindfulness, sensation in the body, going with your gut feelings. And I, go, I don't know about you, but my gut feelings have never let me down. I could go on and on. And I, and I don't want to preach the converted, but I, I just want to say that these things, they don't exist in a void. When we are able to create spaces in which we can connect deeply within, we are then more able to connect in community. And this, my friend, is the biggest crossover between the work of Damon Gamow and the work of me, Elena Telly. And our vision is not all that dissimilar, which is let's have a world in which we make conscious decisions where we think about the effect of our actions and we do it in a way that is not just sustainable but regenerative. We actually start to come together and we look at our choices, the cars we drive, the food we eat, where it's grown, who grows it, what chemicals are in that soil? Hopefully none. Hopefully we use organic and regenerative agriculture and farming, which also takes care of our farmers. Hopefully we look at democracy. We look at how we can have regenerative democracy that represents people and what they really want and what they really care about. And hopefully we can start to think differently 
about the way that we run the world. Now, Damon talked a little bit about the way that in our, in our country, in Australia, there is a huge concentration of media ownership. It's one of the reasons I don't listen to the news because I know there is an agenda. I do try as best as possible to discover my own information through independent sources and through people on the ground like Damon. That's another way that you can take action. Those things in themselves are radical acts. Look at where things come from, including ideas, and where do they go when they're done? And by that I mean things. If you buy a piece of clothing, buy it consciously. Buy something that can be repaired or recycled or repurposed. We heard from a a sustainable fashion advocate who's also going to come on this podcast, running something called the Blake Store down the road from me in North Manly. And so she is another advocate of let's look at the life cycle and look at how we can take control of those life cycles of clothing because that's a really big waste area in our world. And why are we buying clothes? What's the reason that we are trying to fill a void that we have spiritually or emotionally with things that then have nowhere to go and end up in landfill and create a very unsustainable and actually degenerative fashion industry? So these are just some of the examples of ways we can think a little bit differently. But I will say wherever you are at in your journey personally, in your journey with climate change, in your journey with ethical living or responsible living, whatever you want to call it, We have moved beyond sustainability now. We actually need to think about regenerative practices. What can you do to regenerate first and foremost yourself so that you can be there for people who are the victims of climate disasters like we've had recently in Australia with floods? What can you do for yourself to create spaces and slowness and minimalism and allow yourself to really intentionally, deliberately move into regeneration on every level personally and in your actions and choices out in the world. What can you do? Now, I would absolutely love to hear from you. Please do answer this question. You can find me on Instagram at soulmamahub, S-O-U-L-M-A-M-A-H-U-B. Please mention episode 40. I would love to know what you think. And I will absolutely respond and possibly feature some of your responses. And if you want to know more about this, come and join me in the academy. But best of all, share this, rate it, subscribe it, subscribe to it. Anything you can do to spread this message is also an act of regeneration. These small things that we do, and they're really not that small, but even that small act that takes you just a moment will help to spread these ideas in a way that makes them more widespread. And we never know when we're just one more person off that tipping point. We don't need everybody to believe these things. We don't need everybody to join these conversations. We just need the tipping point. So thank you so much for being here and listening today. I absolutely love having these conversations. Please, as I say, get in touch. I would love to hear from you. And I will see you next time. This is yours truly, Elena Turley, signing off. (laughs) 